Welcome to There Are Good Things Here, the podcast where we reflect on the lessons Katie Hubbard learned about living as she was preparing to die. I'm your host, Norman Hubbard, and I never once opened Katie's journals while she was alive. Now I'm opening them up to you so you can discover resources for your faith, refreshing honesty, and unexpected joy for the journey through a painful world with a wonderful God. As I mentioned in our previous episode, we'll be walking with Katie through the year 2015, her final full year of life. Now, I'll try to provide as many background details about life as seem relevant. You can expect this show to release one podcast per week, but those of you who know me well know that I often throw myself into projects like this with gusto and then struggle to keep up with reality. If it looks like I will not be able to release an episode on my expected timetable, I'll try to let you know. Anytime you put yourself out there publicly, there's a bit of felt pressure that comes with it. Katie's journals, of course, were her private prayers and meditations. She also, though, kept up a blog for many years on CaringBridge. Some of you probably kept up with her story there, In fact, I encourage you to visit CaringBridge to read her writings for yourself. If you haven't, I'll drop a link uh, into today's show notes on theirgoodthingshere.com so that you can visit CaringBridge and read those for yourself. What you'll discover is that Katie was an amazing writer with a depth of soul and a keen wit. Almost every time she posted an entry, people would say to her, you should write a book. I said that to her so many times that I lost count, and every time she would unfailingly look at me and say, I have four children, when do you think I'm going to find time to write a book? Even so, she was often thinking about it, making notes about her book, which she provisionally entitled Good Things Here. What I didn't know is that she was also inwardly processing the pressure that she felt to write. Today, I want to read you a journal entry about that very thing. Now, I'm actually going to get out of chronological order to read this entry from June 18th, 2015. After this, I'll be going in chronological order through the year 2015. However, today I want to read this entry dated Thursday, June 18th, 2015. These are Katie's words. Dear Lord, well kind of fizzing out lately. It looks like I am going to Mexico. My tummy hurts when I go to the bathroom. I did a lot last night, dug up bulbs, prepped Tom's room to get painted. Tom, by the way, is our eldest son. But I am weary and run down and have had so little time with you. I don't need to write a book to legitimize my life or my sufferings. Sometimes that is what it feels like in our American Christian culture. I think our society's obsession with fame taints us more than we realize. Promote, promote, promote. I don't want to promote myself or my writings. I do not impress myself. The inclinations and expressions of my heart are towards sin and darkness. I must work so hard to guard my tongue so that what springs out glorifies you. I don't interest myself. 
You, on the other hand, interest me immensely. Psalm 19. Your law is perfect. Your testimony is sure. Your precepts are right. Your commandments are pure. The fear of you is clean. Your rules are true, and they are to be treasured above gold. Everything about you produces good in me, so if I were to write to promote you, that I should enjoy, a wretched man that I am. Every time I read Katie's journals, I find myself saying, there are good things here. Though she was marvelously talented as a writer and found so much encouragement for, uh, from others to write, listen to her own words. I don't need to write to legitimize my life or my sufferings. I don't want to promote myself or my writings. I don't interest myself. But you, Lord, on the other hand, interest me immensely. There are three things I really love about this entry and her words. First, they are the mature reflections of a gifted person with enough influence to promote herself to an interested audience, and she wouldn't. Katie didn't live to make herself famous. She wouldn't write except to promote the name of the Lord. Second, she's alluding to a scene from one of our favorite movies, Joe versus the Volcano, which, by the way, almost no one else on earth likes. The main character, Joe Banks, played by Tom Hanks, announces at one point in the movie that he doesn't interest himself at all. He says, anytime I think about myself, I get bored out of my mind. I love the fact that Katie's alluding to that. But finally, I love the irony of this entry. Katie did not write a book. She wrote 50 of them. Her journals from 1984 to 2016 stand as her testimony of trust in the Lord. She never once conceived that they would be read by anyone. So far as I can tell, though, it would be a benefit to the world if they were read by everyone. I'm your host, Norman Hubbard. Please join me next week for another look into the journals of Katie Hubbard, where we'll discover resources for our faith, refreshing honesty, and unexpected joy in our journey through a painful world with a wonderful God. You can find a scanned copy of the journal entry I read today, along with show notes at thereagoodthingshere.com. While you're there, feel free to post your own thoughts about today's podcast.